Comic Book Day. Observed and welcome back, 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 all you four-color funny book aficionados. This, once again, is U.S. Comics Cast HQ for all things comic book connected. We, once again, as always and forevermore, are John and Charlie Rivera, co-founders of U.S. Comics. Charlie. Yes? Happy Comic Book Day. Observed. Happy Comic Book Day Observed to you and to everyone listening and watching today. As always, we are brought to you by Bad Mary Band and Sergeant Finesse Gaming. If you haven't done so already, please hit that comment section like OB just told you that we're going to die. What up? No time for love, Dr. Jones. Holy... What? God damn. Oh my god. <laughs> Long time. I don't remember writing that with the stage direction say that shit as oh, gross yeah. as possible. Uh well, I am mad at you because you're what? busy you're busy rocking that mustache and being Broadway Johnny. And I thought we authorized you Broadway. Every like quarter you were allowed to turn into this performer. Not this fucking back to back bullshit right see right away the people need nerdy right news a, right away i have to take umbrage with this character wait over if here. you're gonna correct me i'm gonna because, get drunk well yeah i mean that was a given yeah yeah yeah. um so so right away so so yours truly and yours secondly we haven't been here for a couple weeks granted meanwhile nothing has stopped in the comic book that's true. universes multiverses however you would do this whole fucking when time. we when we Pre predetermine how the show is gonna intro, what we're gonna talk about, what we're gonna lead into, who's gonna cover what. Specifically, yeah, we gotta let them know what we've been up was to. Was At not no point was like, yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and I'm going to tell everybody what you've been doing. Unbelievable, cousin Paul. First to check in on this mighty I mighty soft tone return. It, it has to, to be our version of the thing. Inasmuch as he was good as baseball, Ooh. he loves blind chicks, and he's made of mostly rock. So you're so you're saying my man Paul is orange, rocky, clobber time? I gotta tell you, I haven't seen Cousin Paul in in real life probably since pre-pandemic. Yeah. Uh, he's yeah, literally half the man he used to be. We saw him homeboy looking jacked like Captain America. He bypassed the Chris Evans as Human Torch phase. He went from Michael Chiklis... To goddamn all that, Captain America. All that really means is that he is, in effect, dieting himself out of, oh, shit. of Deadpool 97. He's really... He, he, you blew it! So Charlie has buried the lead uh, once again. And your career, bitch. Um, also, as well as... Um, yeah, no, so we've been... The Rivera boys have been very busy behind the scenes. I'll go first, because Charlie's stuff uh, is a bit more unique. I, I would say uh, that's probably accurate. Uh, so yeah, I've been involved in back-to-back -back shows for the first time in a long time. So I did Bronx Tale almost immediately preceded by Adam's Family. But Charlie, I must ask you a question because <laughs> of the mustache. Yeah, that's what I did. That's, uh, I Charlie, it. you've been up to plenty also. Don't try to blame a brother. Oh, that's true. You have been plenty, plenty busy. So tell the good folks what the hell you've been up to, i.e. 
excuse for not being here with you. Uh, I had my biggest uh, charitable weekend uh, of the year. It is spooky season. And we had three events back to back to back. Starting Thursday at New York Comic Con, which I'm sure we'll dive more into. Yeah. Our boy Greg refusing to go, also rocking uh, Long Island's best Ectomobile. But on Thursday and Friday, uh, we partnered up with the New York City Ghostbusters. One of my awesome. favorite logos. Uh, it's the logo in an apple, because New York City, love it. Uh, partnered up with them to raise money for the Trinity Shel Trinity they, Place they get Shelter. Every time the Mets hit a home run. They do. They do, actually. Then they made no money they, this year. Yeah, one Wolf. ghost flies out Wolf. of that fucking thing. Uh, over $5,000 raised. $5,000 raised during New York Comic Con weekend for Trinity Place Shelter. Lots of hard work done by the New York City Ghostbusters. Getting bigger and bigger every year. We had a big section dedicated to us. Probably like 10 by 30. New York, uh, New York Comic Con hooked us up with. Beautiful photo section. That's where I hung out because... Of you know, course. people want pictures with with the chubbiest Ghostbuster you can find. Um, crazy successful slime lab. Excellent. They doubled up their merch game. Dude, I shirts, love the slime stickers, lab. pins. They also are so great at it. There's something so excited. And what's cool about kind of cross crossing the streams between Long Island and NYC, mm -hmm. um, I get to kind of be there for some of the the before and after meetings, and I get to see them execute this amazing this amazing kind of these charitable contributions, find new ways to do it, and talk about, like, okay, next year, this is how we're doubling down. We're going to do this different. We're going to do that. We're going to add this. We're going to do that. So $5,000, over $5,000 this year, I suspect is the tip of the iceberg. I think nice. next year, uh, I realistically think they're probably going to look at a much closer to $8,000 uh, year. I think, I think if you're not growing, you're dying, baby. Then on Saturday, we were very, very, the Long Island group, uh, featuring your absolute favorite a Ghostbuster subgroup. Susan? The, uh, no, no, no. We're oh. talking about the Empire State Elite. Oh, we're, we're, we're. Two sumi one time. Two vice pres. Does like two events a year, but he's still the vice pres. <laughs> like that goddamn show. Uh, we, we teamed up with uh, Victory Pro Wrestling. You can find them on the new Victory Pro Wrestling on all the social medias uh, for an amazing Halloween show. We saw the crowning of a brand new women's world champion. Awesome. Uh, if you go to my socials, you can actually find we took a picture with the champ uh, because I was really surprised. Uh, well, let me let me round the base first. Do it. We were specifically Long Island over the last month. We've been raising money for. I'm gonna pull up the actual name of the organization because I screwed up every time. Nobody prepares like this. It's true. Nobody in the business. That is uh that is a fact. You're being very sarcastic. No, no, you're but it's also as well as uh we teamed I'm up laying it on thick. We shit. teamed up with the Katarina Grace Foundation. This is a 5013C nonprofit organization that's established after Leon Anthony's three-month-old daughter, Katarina Grace, lost her brave battle with Nemaline Minthoma. It's a rare and devastating congenital muscle disease. So what they do year after year is they raise money to kind of fight these muscular diseases right for on, these man. poor little babies. John, we played a very small part, although we did exceptionally well, but we played a very small part in over $30,000 raised. Wow. Uh, one of my favorite events, it's one of those events we'll be doing every year. We raffled off a proton pack. We raised about 1300 personally. Holy shit. Uh, but again, tip of the iceberg for this amazing, amazing organization. Well, it all counts. In all, every all every counts. penny really does travel. Yeah, pennies, not so much dollars, though. That's also true. What keep uh, your coins? What I was kind of blown away by, though, uh, a lot of these events lately I've been doing with uh, my buddy John Huron, 
and our buddy from actually the New York City Ghostbusters, mm-hmm. uh, my good friend Angelo, has been helping out a lot. Uh, John actually had a surprise for me. So I know you you were talking a lot of smack at the beginning of the show, but I think you need to watch your goddamn mouth because you're not talking to some co-host of U.S. Comics, co-creator of the next big comic book property. I mean, I, you're not just I, talking to your bubbling baby brother. That's right, fuckers, I am younger. It doesn't matter the grades that are showing. I was shocked sh- too. He had to shave off his grades. You're looking at a goddamn champion because I oh. am your... Oh. Protonic oh. champion. Oh, it's too bright. It's oh. too bright. It's oh. too shiny. Oh, it hurts my eyes. Uh, oh. Yo, this is. Dope. Yo, dude, you can't talk. This is for champions to touch. This is for champions to touch. You need to show some damn respect. Uh, John here and actually beautiful, beautiful. had this made. There's a great video over on uh, LI Ghostbusters on oh, our Instagram. Well, yeah, so. Uh, John uh, awarded me this championship. I didn't have to like you know fight anybody for it uh, because of the incredible. You're couple about of, to. It's true. The incredible couple of years, uh, year over year, the Long Island Ghostbusters have done mo- more and more. Shine it up real nice for me. Uh, have done more and more charitable contributions year over year. We basically double every year, and this is already looking like another year that through sticker sales and patches and working with our boy Ellis to help kind of bring some of my silly sticker ideas to life, um, we have been able to, these little five, ten dollar, these raffles, we've been able to, again, year over year, double every single year. We went, in 20 years, the group's been around. Our last six years have been absolutely our most profitable, but to celebrate Fantastic. so Six long. How many? How long have they been doing that? <laughs> Twenty years. We just hit our twenty-year anniversary. One of the longest established Ghostbusters groups uh, in the world, which is weird to say. Um, That's awesome. <clears throat> what's really great though is John didn't only get this custom championship made. The the championship that I do uh, plan on defending because if you can raise more money than us, dressed like an idiot, bring it, bring it on. Uh, it's an open chat. German Ghostbusters are not allowed to participate in New York City Ghostbusters. The smaller groups. Like Long Island based smaller groups, other than Greg, because Greg has okay. the Ecto. So, it's so like, you can't. It's like weight classes. It's like really? weight classes. Yeah. And like no one else in our weight class, but nonetheless, so I will. Like cheeseburgers at home, like just, oh, yeah. Exactly. Fuck you got to get big. Um, but what's really cool about this, as I blind everybody, uh, John went and got some Long Island legends to, to make the belt official. Oh, uh, we got Long Island's own Leo Sparrow. Uh, the the how, no, you can go ahead and put that away. Long, long you can legend. go ahead. I didn't say Broadway uh, legend. Oh, whatever. Bro. Uh, Leo Sparrow, one of the hottest free agents right now in all of pro wrestling. You've seen him on WWE get killed by some giants. You've mm-hmm. seen him in AEW killed by some giants. Cages hate fucking poor Leo, but we all love him. One of the greatest dudes I know in the business. Uh, and then of course, you can't represent Long Island without one of the major brothers. Uh, so we got Brian Myers. My man. Uh, was nice enough to get the Sorry, sorry. I saw him at the Walk for Katarina, him and his family. Oh, nice. Uh, he looked ashamed to see me. He was just like, oh, boy. Oh, boy. I'm not going by this guy. And the... And also, um, like, if I'm going to have stalkers, this is the guy I got? Yeah, I'm saying. Although I'm sure his wife appreciates it. Like, Brian Myers, I'm a sure handsome guy. Know. He doesn't... It's better to have, like, dude sexually non-interested right i don't know uh my personal favorite though you cannot have a championship belt uh made official without a current champion sure collecting it and of course the tvs women's champion chris statlander making this title official with her uh with her jane 
Hancock. So no so let me, let me job is too big. No charity is big. No donation is too big. Let me go ahead and, and steer the steer the ship a little bit. You smudge that up one oh, more yeah, time. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm going to take. Well, it you're away my from you. you're my like de smudging bitch. I'm gonna start by chopping your hands off. That's that's uh step one up. of preventing smudges. I did hear Kirigo showed some vague interest. His new manager Ellis. Oof. Uh, but here's the here's I, the thing. I outweigh Kirigo. He may have the talent. I'm gonna just push him. May I also say though, Kirigo dislocated multiple bones just like getting up off of the couch the other day because he is straight geezer so look and because they paid his wife to poison him if manager ellis thinks that that's how he is going to mount fuji it or mr fuji it rather <laughs> uh you, you done you done messed up son but that all being said um as outstanding as the charlie antics have been in recent weeks keeping him off of these airwaves um i really like to focus on the immediate past, the recent past. So, Charlie, why don't you swallow that because it is gross? Uh, but then also, as well as tell the good people what you were up to literally most recently because Charlie has taken up the fucking uh, heavyweight championship of getting into awesome events for free. That is the belt that is absolutely. Um, fucking never ever gonna be stripped from him. So tell the good people, Charlie, where you might have been up and around the vicinity of the Jacob Javits Center in New York City. Would you? So here's the thing about giving. Here's the thing about charity. Hmm. You gotta, you gotta stay fresh. Not that segue wasn't good enough. No, you? that was good. You're like I'm gonna that go ahead. And I'll, I'll do my own. All right. So that's I, cool. that's I cool. spend most of the time <laughs> uh, doing my Ghostbuster thing, but then. Yeah, the New York City Ghostbusters, a well-organized group. Uh, when it wasn't my turn to be working the table, I fucked right off and I enjoyed my time. Uh, New York Comic Con this year, man, feels like New York. Let me answer the question for those that didn't know what the fuck you're talking about. Charlie Boy is killing it all gussied up as a Ghostbuster at New York Comic Con. My man was walking the floor on the job you ever like you ever lining up for comic-con new york san diego with fill in the blank any others in between and you're there and you're in your foam costume and you're sweating buckets and you're like oh i just want to get in there where's the ac where's the overpriced popcorn where's the long lines to the bathroom and you see certain characters <laughs> just strolling right past the line walking in without a care in the world those are vendors. Those are artists. Those that... are muckety mucks. This sucker has had a muckety muck badge for the for like really, frankly, uh, several cons in in recent memory. Um, so Charlie Boy was representing at New York Comic Con. <coughs> Those of us that couldn't make it, yours included, Charlie, walk us through the New York comic con experience i think i'll start where you did the vendor entrance mm -hmm. should be hidden because i watch people who have been waiting online sometimes Just for hours throwing your dirties because i showed up first thing thursday and traffic was terrible and i was in a miserable traffic-based mood New York but then when i saw surprises. when i saw a line of thousands and i'm like pardon me and i just go up and i'm like twinkle, 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 my little vendor badge they Secure New York City's just holding with like a pinky up, like just pardon me. I, I'm supposed me. to be in there right Pardon, now, guys. Um, so, so sorry. 
so sorry. Traffic was bad. Sorry. Oh, but you look great, though. Yeah, oh. you. Oh, my God. Love the t-shirt. Oh, looks um, the, the sheer joy of hitting that floor when it's basically empty, when it's just other vendors, when it's just talentless, people still just setting up, it might be one of my absolute favorite things in the entire that's gotta multiverse like, of madness. That's got to be like what it feels when the zombie apocalypse hits. And you've been sleeping in the hospital, just mind your own business, and you wake up like just very ripped it. You guys, you guys set up this whole convention just for me. It it was absolutely awesome. Now, what's interesting is I think you fall into two camps. You know, this the strike is ongoing. Wow. The, the the actor strike specifically is still kind of being negotiated day to day. But but momentarily we can expect that it to, seems to, the the writer strike is behind us now, the actor strike. It seems like it is on the precipice. Well, thank of being. Yeah, thank God, because I'm, 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 I'm always fearful that you're gonna stop my content. Then I don't, I can't maintain the will to live without tons and tons of content. This week we're gonna be talking about Monster Squad. Yeah, again, again, part, part nine. <laughs> we just watched the movie like off screen. It's just on. Um, the Wolfman is here. I, however, found it refreshing. For me, Comic Con not being burdened. By 150 show panels. Okay. I'm big panels I have no interest in. And and Greg brings up a really good point in our chat coming to us from Facebook. I, I mean, we've sat in big panels. I I love some big panels. I'm a hypocrite. He's like, no, those I like. Yeah, the, the ones I like, I like. Um uh-huh. for me it was you look at a situation like the the Trek show oh, in Vegas. Nice, Greg. Nice. Right? The that show went terrible. Because like the whole point of going is interacting with these actors and almost all those actors pulled out. So you were left with like oh. director of episode 17 of, of, I don't know, Star Trek. Name a Star Trek show? Battlestar Galactica. That's a different franchise. Certainly not. Um, the big issue, uh, I think in those situations, if the only thing that you're going for, if the only thing you want to see is kind of talent, talk about the shit that they're in that you love. Because yeah. Chris Evans was still there taking photos, but you couldn't go to Chris Evans and be like, scared. Are, you, are you coming back for... Mar- he like wasn't gonna talk dick about Marvel with anybody because he is kind of respecting the strike rules in that regard. So wait, but he was there talking about what? He wasn't there talking about anything. He was just there for photos. Like you could pay three hundred dollars to get a photo with Chris Evans. Oh, what a, what a and gem! Fuck off. Um, for me I'm, though, I'm of the people. Give me my six hundred bucks. For me though, Comic Con is about comics. It's about art. It's about. Well, to some extent, video Comic-Con. games. It's not called Panel Con. It also did kind of become like the anime runover. I'm so glad that there's finally a version of One Piece I know anything about. Because the amount of One Piece shit that was welcome. there, thank you. The amount of like girl Zoros I saw and started half hearted conversations with, um, it was really amazing. It also was an incredible cosplay year. The cosplay game has never been better. I think it was more cosplay than than usual. I think the quality of cosplay has gone way the fuck up. You know, might might I interject? Please do. Running out of voice. I think that what it really is, is that with less distraction, you were able to really appreciate the the you know the game, so to speak, because the level of work that cosplayers like, like I'm not talking about just casual. Oh, buy something off of Amazon and put a straw hat on you and like, oh, uh, I'm a go-go uh, big big boy. No, no, you're not. No, you're not. Go-go big boy sounds like a delicious sandwich. I think you know. Um, but that all being said, the level of, of detail and 
specificity and pride yeah. that goes into it. Um, it's just like it, it's it's out of this world. And sometimes, uh, speaking uh, speaking personally, and uh, I kind of have to admit it, I'm not proud of it, but sometimes I'm just trying to get, you know, I am trying to get to a panel or I am trying yeah. to get to, uh, to Artist Corner. I'm trying to catch a particular person, whatever the case might be. And uh, there's a thousand people seemingly taking pictures and blah, blah, blah. And then you see, you know, your 172nd uh, uh, <laughs> Deadpool of the day. Like, oh, I, I get it. Move out of my way. But that's the, that's, that's the, the, that's the, that's the froth. That's not the, the, the wheaty goodness towards the bottom of your bottle. I need you to say wheaty like that <laughs> all the time. Just 13 um, but yeah, the, the, the cosplay game, you're right. For the last, I would say... 10 15 years maybe has been so on the come up quality uh, um consistency and frankly something that you could depend on when billionaires and millionaires are on christian what is up good to see you christian coming through from your favorite favorite uh redback new jersey ites uh, just coming through from the stash. He's podcast. meanwhile. I'm at Comic Con Castle. I'm at oh, Comic Con. You're, you're no, no. You're uh, at. You're being busy being Broadway John. I'm not Broadway. Playing, playing Gomez. I can't believe it's not Broadway John. I can't believe it's not Gomez. <laughs> Christian had his short film submitted. Oh snap! In and shown. Christian, in congratulations. The podcast the first, to my knowledge. Christian, correct me in the chat if I'm wrong. But it was the first uh, at the at the Smod Castle Cinemas. The, the first, uh, uh, I forget the, the it eludes me now. What? Movie showcase experience. The fuck when they show a bunch of movies in a goddamn row. Marathon? No, not a movie marathon. Christian, help me save save my podcast, please. Um, but apparently did incredibly well. Sold a ton of tickets. Um, apparently, you know, I had some friends go to that instead of Comic Con, uh-huh. and uh, and they were stoked. Uh, they were absolutely stoked. Awesome. Um, to, Congratulations, to, brother. To kind of see it festival. Festival. Film, festival. But haha, Ellis is a typo. Thank you, Ellis. It's a Phil festival, which is what I did with my cup. <clears throat> um, when, when Uncle Phil passed, I had a Phil festival. But when, to, to double back to New York Comic Con, what I. The voice of Shredder. Do you. Do you uh, like, I think you appreciate anime more than I do. I do. I have a few anime. The sophisticated. <clears throat> I have a few. Um, the fact that Kevin Smith opened Christian's uh, block at the film festival is just incredible. I mean, that's that's amazing. I tried to reach out to Christian and get some dirt about a potential Kevin Smith project I heard about, and it was news to Christian. Oh, you're the worst. And, and on top of it, Christian, I don't want to say he no sold what would like for me be a thing I would stab you to do. Christian was like, well, you know, that wouldn't be my focus, and I've never been more impressed by a human. For like just going all in on his dreams. I think my quote to him was like, all my dreams died, so can I have your spot? <laughs> so if you see a fake Christian in any Kevin Smith thing, it's a Puerto Rican Charlie. Uh, the thing about New York Comic Con, though, is like yeah, I yeah. love appreciating shit. So there was a ton of, of uh, specifically anime, took over where all the studios left. Because Marvel and DC haven't been there for years, certainly well, weren't there this year. The, the depth of anime content... Anime and manga, might I say, because without manga, you would not have the anime that you, you know, that you, uh, Netflix and chill to. And then every once in a while, she pops up and I'm just like, oh, what was that octopus doing? Same thing I'm about to do, baby. Oh my God. Listen, the dishes? Mind your business. <laughs>
of an innocent boy. Well done, sir. <laughs> well done. Um, but that all being said, um, I always, I'm that guy. That guy. I'm that guy where I'm also that guy that like, oh, you like that movie? Whoosh, the book was better. Uh, I'm I'm that same guy where people are like, oh, I love this anime. I'm like, whoosh, whoosh. what about the manga, though, you fool? Again, anyone who was uninformed, shame on you. Manga is Japanese for fucking dope-ass comic book. Ba -ba -ba -ba. I, don't, I don't think that's the definition. No, yeah, I think if you Google, Google it. translate that shit, you're going to hear my Fair own enough. voice. Fair but, um, yeah, no, I agree with you. The manga and the anime is just so, so much mm -hmm. on the forefront now. And um, I don't know what took so long. Look, we've been we've been at that anime game. We've been on like trail. Uh, we've been trailing it since the fucking eighties when we were getting seventy shit. Battle of the Planets, Robotech, <clears throat> gotcha on. Um, you know, like all of these dope fucking cartoons. Forget about the cartoons, the comic books, the toys. We just have been slurping the Japanese leftovers, and uh, to a to a, a lesser degree, granted, but still uh, a noticeable noticeable degree. We're you know we're getting the it's like it used to be the joke like oh uh, Russia gets Jordash jeans two decades later we're Russia, we're just walking around with our tight ass Jordash jeans hugging our booties. Um, but look, better late than never because I yeah. love. Love that shit. So for me, pound for pound, Comic-Con was one of those infectious um, <clears throat> situations where if you let, if you leaned into the joy of everyone else around you, yeah, it was going to be an amazing time. Minus one line where someone was do, waiting man. and took a shit. But let's... Let's oh, right. Someone took a Someone shit took a, in the a main hall. In the main hall. Nice. Waiting online. I can only hope that they were striking. Imagine. Like, hey, you're six and draw. It was Chris Evans. Hey, Chris Evans. It was Chris Evans. He was waiting for a different battle. I uh, no. I hope it was one of the actors who played a Chris Evans stunt double in fucking Scott Pilgrim. He's like, hey, nobody's lining up for pictures with me. And then he just me! he got on his skateboard yeah, and, and fucked he, off. He fucking grinded out the front entrance. Regarding the Comic Con experience being so drastically changed by mm. the strike. Because Greg is saying, like, the strike has really taken a, a lot of people. And I agree with it. A lot of people love... Of course. You know, love the kind of entertainment factor of, like, seeing the stars you love. Of course. Why not? I think a big problem... That's the reason why they tune into this show. <laughs> Amazing. Um, a big problem, I think, for some is... I think the context of what's going on with the strike is a muddy one because this it does this sometimes one, think so i think it sometimes feels like like rich it. people want more shit i feel like the news has done a bad job of explaining that one of the things that actors right now are striking for is that they want what's it called when you get uh, a check for your work you already did uh um, royalty residual. residual thank you they want to invert residuals so they want smaller parts to get their residuals first and yeah. the main stars get that shit last because they got up front, they got, um, hey. you know, they got the big check and other people got tiny checks. So I think well, what happens. Not that this is not really the, the most exciting shit, but scale is yeah. scale for a reason, right? So when you come and show up to a job and you know, if you're any union job, if you're a union electrician like our friend of the show, Sean. 
Um, he knows, okay, if I put an X amount of time, and it's this time of the gig, and I gotta go up, and I gotta fucking go on a roof, and I gotta shit in a fucking bucket, because there's no bathrooms on the side, whatever the case might be, you know what to expect. So, you can't necessarily then say, like, oh, look look at my check on this Friday, then it's not what I expected. No, it it is. You can say, this is not enough. Yeah. And that's what they're doing. But there were other elements, which which I think we, we spoke about pretty... We covered pretty pretty well. The difference is that on a long enough timeline, that shit goes straight out of fans' heads. To the point where they don't remember, dare I say, they don't give a shit anymore. Or they've they've given enough of a shit to the point where like, hey, I better get my season of fill in the blank. I gotta see my release. There have been release dates pushed yeah. back. There have been uh, uh, series returns that have been affected. Um, and, uh, we're rapidly, rapidly getting to the point where, um, you know, they have a built-in window. We've already seen dates change because of it, Yeah. but we're rapidly getting to the point where the cupboards are going to be empty of new content. So I, for one, I'm very, very glad that they're, you know, it seems like they're at the bottom of the knife. They're working it out so that the, the strikes don't go into overtime, but that's some boring shit. Let, let me ask you this question. Shoot. As the resident Comic-Con attendee um as the guy that was actually there um with things being different we know what you appreciated more so of having a different kind of a scope to the entire thing what what did you miss where like you, everybody acknowledged no this is not a comic on like years past in what way was it different you're we like mm, i could have used that cheesy popcorn i could have used some more swag i could have used what whatever case might be like what what was missing for you i think for me and i i should probably get over it by now but the fact that i mean everybody. the fact that marvel and dc do their own thing now and they don't participate in new york comic con i find to be a real fucking bummer because there's that entire like bottom corner of javits where I so distinctly remember, it'll always be burnt to my mind because it was before the movie came and disappointed me. Yeah. But seeing the Superman suit and oh, seeing all of like the seeing the, the lined up, like actual, you know, this shit's about to pop off. Getting that preview, all I could think of, there was an amazing Blue Beetle cosplayer. The costume was fucking mint, bro. It looked like he was ripped out of the screen. Nice. Well, how great would it have been to see that guy next to it the screen use him. in He's not doing it. Yeah, exactly. He's like, ah, we're not doing uh, Cobra Kai yet. Um, that, to me, feels like a glaring absence. Because, like it or not, DC and Marvel are Coke and Pepsi of the comic book world. Them not being there in a big way is a missed opportunity. It doesn't mean that you don't have to... God willing. It doesn't mean that... It doesn't mean that they can't do their own thing. It doesn't mean that they can't just do a small thing. How about you fucking live up to the word Comic-Con? Maybe think about your fucking comic books. Because no one is really, like, all respect given because it is our people. But that's not the money that they're chasing right now. They're chasing that TV and that movie dollar. So bring out your best artists. Bring out your best writers. Give me a free fucking poster. Tell me about what the next so, year of books so, are going to be so like. So that's, that's actually... A that's good, a glaring hole for me. That 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 would have been a good suggestion to either of the bigs and even the third, uh, you know, image, even though they're somewhat segmented. Um, but that being said, okay, so they don't have their big tentpole franchises to push, to sell, to, you know, to, uh, to, to carnival bark, 
Um, all right, so let's say in this hypothetical Charlie scenario, which all the best scenarios, you, you show up and uh, you got a few Ghostbuster free minutes. Um, and there's a huge Marvel, maybe Marvel's on one side of the building, DC's on the other, with everything else in between. And there's like, oh, have you been by? We'll start with DC because that's that's your and my favorite. Um, oh, have you been by the DC campus yeah. over on the south side? Um, we know that, okay, well, they can't have the actors with their focus being on the TV and, and uh, movies and selling, apparently. They they could have had, like, a big for sale sign in reality. Who got 80 bucks? Um, so who would have been there representing DC for you? Who would you like have like to have seen, you know, sitting up there having access to? I, I mean, I, I will say this about every Comic-Con. The fact that Gail Simone isn't the president of Comic-Con mm -hmm. at every Comic-Con she's at is a crime. Her work on Batgirl alone gives her royalty status. Okay. And that's a person who could wax poetic about comic books for hours. So you give her that DC spotlight. So writers. Writers. Who, look, let's be honest. You know, we give artists all, rightfully so, all kinds of accolades, but they have a benefit. You you can walk up and down these aisles, and anyone who has not been to a, one of the bigs or even some of the smaller uh, conventions... Um, you walk up and down these aisles of insanely uh, talented individuals, and you know that not because they told you so, or <laughs> even comics that they worked on, because they're very rarely an individual project. You know, could have had I could have been a comic book artist and, along with four others, and like you know that twenty five percent that you didn't really love, that was mine. But and then I'm autographing shit. Um, but they can put up their individual art behind them. They can make some extra schadol by taking commissions and by selling work that they That's have That's the best. I've been trying to past. talk Ellis for years to do that. Absolutely. I, I concur. But if I'm a writer, right, what, what I have like a, a, a panel of text behind me or like, what the fuck are you really, really pitching? So giving writers access to the, the fans, not necessarily their fans, because sometimes you just don't know. But the fans, I think that's great because those are the people that can talk your ear off in the best way. Now, I'll take the other side of that equation and then we can uh, move on with our lives. Uh, and then I'll, final thoughts, of course. Um, for, on the Marvel side, you know what I would do? I would, I would co-opt your favorite memory and I would pack up and truck over as many actual costumes from the now decades oh my god content right you want to see a mark one iron man uh, oh god do you oh, i just see, filled the cup do you want to see the first mjolnir do you want to see instantly i forgive marvel for what they do, put me through with secret do, invasion do you want to see hella's fucking helmet that's like yes! like like three three tables wide like all of that stuff chris pratt's so, jockstrap so in lieu of the actual no cell not right in lieu of the actual performers show me their stuff that yeah. would be just fucking outstanding. And then you can celebrate. Oh, remember all the... Like, yeah, we you have plenty to say about the shit that we do that you don't like. But, oh, remember all the stuff you did like. And you can really take it back. You can take back to the historical stuff. You can show me the Japanese Spider-Man shooter. The whole mech. You can show me uh, Captain America's for fucking TV show. Did you the like, fucking see-through shield? see-through shield. Uh, <laughs> the helmet. Oh, try on the helmet. A replica. There, there is so much stuff that you could... Yeah, you could have had... Uh, um, uh, you could have had an interactive Stanley AI Ellis 
Ugh, I can't tell if you're brilliant or evil or some combination of the two. Um, but yeah, look, there there were certainly things that they could have done, but it seems to me hearing it, oh, it was, uh, a it, was it felt it like an old school blast after the fact that that it was enjoyable. So yeah, man, regale. Here's here's my final thoughts. Final here's thoughts. my ultimate, my final thought. Uh, my heart's broken for for people who go to conventions. It's still beating, but it's shattered. Right. Nice. That was very funny. Right. I wish I didn't try to fucking help. Um, story of my life. Uh, every girlfriend I've ever had. Uh, no, sincerely, I, my heart breaks because Greg in the chat telling us at the Star Trek convention, they had a bunch of actors couldn't talk shit. So Ultimately, I always feel like it's fuck the suits. Because even with New York Comic Con, fucking Christian dropping this idea. You have suits. access to writers. You have access to directors. They could have just fucking told her that emotion and they could have had a panel where Christian goes, hey, James Gunn, being that you've worked with both, is a crossover possible? What would you do? You could have had those sort of comic booky movie uh, panels and conversations. And if Star Trek was able, like every other brand, if they put their, their, their money where their money generators are, that is your writers, that is your directors, that is your fucking creators. And the lack of imagination will always lead me to stand by what they say at Jane and Bob's Secret Stash and their podcast live from. They say fuck the suits because those suits are the ones that hold it all the fuck back. And the reason that sometimes a character like Batman gets so much fucking attention and all the others fucking don't is because of unimaginative, unimaginative cunts who don't see the forest for the trees who like aren't doing a blitz to be like, yo, Blue Beetle's gonna hit Blu-ray? Fucking, let's make a big deal about may, it, you dicks. May, may I interject with uh, a rumor that I heard? And like, Ooh. I'll be honest, I tend not to lean into rumors. Chucky loves the rumors. I mean, the Anunnaki are real, but aside from that type of shit, um, I had a rumor and I, look, I was a believer also. Sometimes if somebody tells you something one for one, or if you even read it in a comic book, Forever, I was under the impression that it was Bane, a Hispanic, strong Latin character, um, who broke Batman's back. When in reality, um, Batman just fucking threw his back out carrying DC <laughs> for all of these years. That's true, and that is a scientific fact. And if you don't think that that is a scientific fact, then you, like George Toy Boy, fucking Lucas, are a bunch. Of liars being cowards! Welcome back. Guys, welcome back. Oh, God uh, help you, us. If I'm not back next week, it's because of this shot, you son of a bitch. <coughs> uh. Oh no! Oh. What did I poison us with? I just burned off my mustache. Sorry, <laughs> Adams. Holy oh shit. Oh. oh my god. Oh my god. Oh, that was you gotta be that'll warm me up. You poor bastard. I'm gonna start chewing the glass. <laughs> Jeez, pro. I can't see. I can't <gasps> see words. I can't so, hear colors. So uh, I I will say this. It has been obviously, as we regaled you with, exceedingly busy. Uh, these last few weeks. And when that happens, uh, a few things follow shortly thereafter. You get sleepy a little earlier in the day. Uh, sometimes you lay on the floor so the dog can take the couch. You do what you got to do. You miss a couple of meals. You lose some facial hair. Shit happens. It, it is known. 
Um, but one of those side effects to a busy schedule that is not talked about near enough. Sleep paralysis. Can we get a now you know just shooting across the screen? <laughs> I can't even tell me that in prep, but um one of the one of the sad, unfortunate side effects is that shows that you love. Yeah. They come, they pop up, they fucking end. People are talking about them. Like, whoa, whoa, what happened? Who who did what now? Um, shows that you were not expecting. They pop up and all of a sudden now you've got to just pour beer all over the fucking place. <laughs> Charlie is a unmitigated disaster. Do you, do right you now. think this is maybe the one that you fucking hucked to me like three, a football? Three hours. Don't worry about my table. You do the show. I'll worry about the beer. So, camera over here. So that being suck it up. I'm not table's dirty as shit. It's my office. Uh, that's a good point. Yeah, actually. man. I don't want to get. Uh, I'm hoping my assistant oh, is watching the show. That's can bring me a goddamn paper towel. Uh, pretend there was no sound in here. <laughs> so, so that all being said, I have fallen victim to said, uh, to said events. Stop worrying about so, shit. <laughs> so. Um, oh, I take my leg. It was so cold. <laughs> Infinitely cold. That being said, Charlie, there have been po things popping up on screen that I was either not aware of was coming back. Um, you still haven't watched Gen V, right? I, there are oh, things get that, ready for that in a couple there weeks. There are things that I am woefully behind on. Um, my man who loves doing these shows with a repertory company of like the same actors who I thought was going to be at home, damn busy, working on my Dark Tower adaptations. Like, nope, I got a little something else for He's you. He's just like, here, you want Mark Hamill in like one of the shows of the year? Edgar Allan Poe, have you heard of him? Um, so, so yeah, the fall of the House of Usher, I'm like, well, now I got to watch all of this. Thank you very much. Um, but that, Charlie, all of that takes the back seat. Very close. To the, the very 3D movie of you. To the, to the horny one. <laughs> uh, can't damn decide if he's a good guy or bad guy. We can't decide. But the show that also as well as stars my nephew dog, Jameson. Wow, wow, wow. Wow. Uh, Owen Wilson himself. Um, fucking Loki 2 is back, baby! I... And Charlie, I could not have been more caught off guard if an alligator Loki was nipping at my buttocks. I think the greatest trick Marvel ever pulled mm. was convincing me that they fucking forgot how to make anything competent. Secret Invasion was so bad that I went, fuck Loki! I thought... Really? I thought Secret Invasion was so bad that I must have been wrong about Werewolf by Night, Moon Knight, and uh, Loki Season 1. I was like, I've just been so desperate they make, to love. But they make... John, I've been single for a year. I'm desperate for love. They're kid. Yeah, I've seen you walk around the house. Naked. Um... They're more than capable and have showed us time and time again quality, entertaining, well thought out, well done Marvel TV. Do you remember? They've done it over and over and over again. Are they batting a thousand? No, certainly not. And like I continue to say, it is subjective. I walked away not giving a fuck about Miss Marvel, but there are kids out there who absolutely adore her. I'm they're, one of them. I was like, that's fine. That's unfortunate. If you're dressed up like Miss Marvel for this party, I'm not walking in with you. No spoilers. But there are people that love it. I'm not here to yuck anybody's yum, as Charlie uh, so so uh, well put it. Um, however, 
I will put it in the terms of like they are still very capable and you uh, Loki too. I almost said Yoki too. Loki too is yet another example of it. Try to say both words. At once. I like it. Um, Yoki too. Electric Boogaloo is another example of how Marvel can make shit that I personally am all about because Charlie, I am all in, and this is on the eve of uh, it's of happening concurrently. Is it really? Yeah, eight, I think right eight, 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 nine o'clock. Uh, um, you know, so 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 we're at the end of this. Uh, we're leaving the middle because right, they're three episodes in. They are an episode over episode in, and I think it's only six. There's one starting tonight. Um, but yeah, Victor Timely is about to go to court, and Shit. we're gonna see that is a timely that, reference. What? Thank you very much. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna see how that how that uh, uh that that those Kang shenanigans work out. But that being said. I'm always. I've always been able to divorce. <laughs> I've always been able to divorce like uh, real life from the fantasy element of it. Um, oh, see, that's a and skill. Just enjoy I'm it for what it just is. Just learning. Well, so like it's sometimes hard to bump in. With that being said, Loki season two for Marvel lines up, and I, I'm kind of shoehorning this you're, in. You're gonna make it. You're gonna rank it already. No, no, no. Uh, however, I am going to attribute one of my favorite Quentin Tarantino quotes. All right. On the other, mm, them feet look good. That is the quote. Oh, yeah, nice, nice. Uh, no, Charlie, that's his secret. Those are all his quotes. On the on the other side of Planet Terror, mm. right? Which was it just didn't make a lot of money. Most people didn't get what him and uh, him and Robert Rodriguez were going yeah, for. Uh, he told Kevin Smith, he was like, "This next movie, I'm a reminder I know how to fuck. I'm a show him I know how to fuck again." Loki season two for me is everything great about second-tier Marvel characters. And I don't mean in the movies, because okay. Homeboy's been around since Jump Street. I mean, like, Loki as a character, he's not fucking Cyclops. He's not fucking, uh, you know, even Robin. Like, Loki was a villain who had his small fan base, and that was an epic fan base. And turning that into a time-traveling story that I give a fuck about, you're famous for kind of making it very clear. If your story's not about time travel, it can kind of go fuck itself. This is not only making if their... Time, if time travel appears in it. Yeah. Like... Yes. Um, if if there's any lesson from Loki Season 2, it's that you can take something as fucking hard to digest as multiverse and time travel and not only make it a delicious meal, you put the right people in front of the camera. You like put the right people, on. My God, just crushing it. You put the right people behind the camera. The biggest thing for me, though is the show looks fucking great, and they clearly spent money. They built real sets, and because of that, you're able to have this fucking... And I know this is kind of boring for some people, but I, I challenge you not to notice that the camera work in Loki Season 2 might be the best camera work in all of Marvel television so far. You, you know, They're moving around desks because the desk is fucking there. You know what I really think it is? Is that um, stuff like that? Elements of it, like for the non-Uber geek uh, uh, nerds, is you see it, and when it's not there, like we were just talking about the the, the actual prequels, right? The prequels don't look right. Ellis, cover your ears. They, sorry, Ellis. They they just don't look right. You might love the story that it, that it tells and hate fucking sand. I don't particularly, though. I'm no fan of sand either. <laughs> Um, gets everywhere. Oof, boy, if you're at a campsite and things are a little freaking dicky, oh, that sand will be like, nope! I'm fine with it. Just fucking sand. You can pour sand, sand directly in my pee hole. Yeah. 
If, if the Why night's do you right, think you're shaving off an inch every fucking time you walk the walk down the beach. The, but that that all being said, um, it's one of those things when something is doesn't quite look right, um, and then you go ahead, and then yeah, I would agree with that. We'll get back to that. Um, th- then it's stuff like oh well, it was all CGI. There was nothing practical, and you can look back at something as recent as, uh, um, fucking Nick Fury's quasi series. Where they made undoubtedly, they made the most powerful character that we have yet to see. Honestly, like puts Captain Marvel to yeah. shame on the power spectrum wise, and nobody gave a shit. Um, well, it's because of magic tattoos. It, is it that, or is it because like they had to CGI the painting or the picture frame on the back of the wall that to make the gun look like, like? What the fuck are you doing? Like really? It's a, is it saving money? Is yeah. it saving time? Is it saving... No, it's not saving anything. It's that Marvel my... method. It's the... But it's not, though, because Loki's not doing it that way. Well, because clearly someone somewhere had the gumption to we be like, well, that's that. terrible. With that being we said... We don't know that. It might I, just be different production. You kind of said it before. You said, like, you don't want to yuck anyone's yum. With that being said, Ellis saying that episode three is gorgeous and episode one looks excellent could be the wrongest thing anyone has said uh in the history of the world star wars he's talking about star wars episode one looks like a bad video game and episode three looks like a dark bad video game yeah who said wait but ellis. Who said that? ellis trying to defend his shit he's only willing to uh, acknowledge that attack of the clones looks janky Sometimes oh, there's floating heads through that whole fucking series. I have seen, I have seen, and uh, we love you too, Nick. We don't, we're not trying to hurt you. Nick, you're um, I well, what is, why is Nick saying he loves? I us think he fun? loves episode one, two, and three too because he hates us. He loves uh, us, no, but not Alice, buddy. They're not, they're not gorgeous. They're, they're not gorgeous. I'm not sure what definition of the term that you're that you're leafing through right now, but. They're not. They they those those movies look like they were shot in front of somebody playing a a, a Star Wars based video game behind them, and they're like, "Oh, I'm gonna read these lines now poorly," uh, because Lucas, while he has a wonderful imagination, he can't even imagine himself writing good. <laughs> um, but that all being said, <laughs> the meanest thing you've said on the show, and I love it. That, that all being said, obviously respect your opinion and um, not me. Uh, agree to disagree, but that his cosplay said, looks significantly better than every frame of those shit 100%. movies. hundred percent. But Ellis is also as well as the best non-Billy D running around in a cape right now. Uh, but yeah, Loki. So Loki. Two, kid, this fucking Loki. no. This kid has lost his mind. Jennifer Connelly will never, ever, ever be past her prime. Her prime is then, now, forever. She's the true WWE. Ellis, you're on timeout. Jennifer Connelly is the Wagyu beef of bitches in their fifties. All right, so let's get that. Let's get that straight. Jennifer, if you're there, you don't got to worry about me going white vision. I am Puerto Rican all the way, baby. But just to keep it back you on the point, Puerto Rican vision is a whole different show. Yeah, just like that mustache. Me. It's like a it's a Goya cap on his. Uh, how are we canceled? We're Puerto Rican guys. <laughs> Fuck. He's like, I am here to stop you, Scarlet bitch. But that all being said, all green. He would actually be the original <laughs> villain's colors. Yeah, green, he just goes back. Yellow and 
huge collar, like, oh, mira, chica, que pasa aquí, okay, gorda, oh, gorda. Now I suddenly want a WandaVision season two. It's just fucking more I love Lucy, less everything else. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. But yeah, so, so. What? Wanda fucking like ruins all the shit she does in Doctor Strange's movie. Vision just pops in, and be like, "What did you do, Wanda? Wanda, you have some explaining to do. Just they, that would be the new version of like the the, the new version of like explaining everything that's happened in every episode. Oh my goodness gracious! But yes, uh, just a final thoughts, final, uh, final thoughts. Uh, um, yeah, Loki 2 is oh storytelling the Marvel way, the original Phase 1 Marvel way, where not only does it look right, not only does it feel like, uh, feel right, the acting is top-notch. Um, it also, and most importantly, above everything else, it gives you a feeling that you are going someplace. Yeah. It is storytelling with intention. With our boy Nick, by the way, Nick, I love seeing you here, brother. Um, hope you're feeling better very, very soon. But, and yes, I, uh, you would pull something that you would jump into bed uh, so fast with Jennifer Connelly. But, Nick, more than even that, Nick uh, Atanasio could tell everybody, myself including, a little thing about intentional storytelling. And the way that you do that is... Charlie, and I know you hate this method, but at least on paper, you need to start at the end. You need to start your game planning for your storytelling with where you are going to end up. I want this series to end up as a as a tag-in for Kang fucking taking over. I want it to end up with a short round taking over a newly uh, rejuvenated fucking uh, time variance. I wanna, I wanna end up wherever the fuck it is, whatever it is, whichever characters that you want included. That's where you have to start on paper, and then all the storytelling prior, uh, leading up to that, is leading up to that, and that's clearly. Though I don't know what the answer is, I don't know where they're leading, which is also good storytelling because then it doesn't get boring. Well, and also, are you doing that thing that you and I do a lot, where you're like, "This is where it's going." I haven't fantasy booked this at all. In my head, only to a very, very light degree, because also as well as I love when they jump around in the timeline mm. of Kang's life. Not like they're yeah. not going to dinosaurs, they're not going to, I love, to Rome. They're not I love that when they go to different timelines or different years, mm -hmm. they tell you if it's the the the, the proper timeline right, right. or if it's a very which it's I which I love. Sacred timeline, if sacred, you will. thank you. Um, let me ask you a couple quick questions. Yeah, um, one, do you think it's possible? Greg doesn't seem to believe it. That do what? you think that? Do you think that Loki will end as satisfying as Greg? Greg, tell me what you don't think. He doesn't think it's going to end in a satisfying way. That you don't think Loki two is going to have a satisfying ending. Yeah, he thinks it's going to meander. Like Are everything you letting? Is, is Charlie your? Uh, I speak fluent Greg. Fair enough. That's fair enough. Um, but what were your questions? I'll, I'll get back. Do you think it's going to have... Do you think they're going... Right now, based on three episodes, yeah. do you think they're going to stick the landing? I have no reason to believe that they won't. Do Would you give Miss Minutes a shot? Like, sexually? Miss Minutes pressed I mean, them hard in the last episode? Yeah, but... She's like, an AI. I can love an AI. I'll speak for myself. Miss Minutes wants to give me a call. I'm going to answer. She can turn into a big goose and a goose. Ghost. 
You know what's funny is she does like knock down the ribbons when she got big. So like, let's go. You're a little transparent. Who gives a fuck? I gotta be honest. I'm very um, lonely. Is what a lot of this. I can to. I can appreciate that, <laughs> but the truth of the matter is, my girl, she 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 cuts a figure like she's one of those picture books with a little like <laughs> Miss Happy, Miss Sad, Miss the Nosy. Uh huh. She is a perfect sphere, and I got no hate for the chunky girls. But that general geometric geometric shape usually doesn't flip any switches for me under the hood. See, that's because you're not imaginative. You could flip that bitch like a coin. That would be fantastic. I, I, I don't know. Bro. Any coin-shaped you know bitches. What I, you know call. what I learned? Fun fact for the day. Um, you flip a coin, it's like 50-50, right? Wrong! It's like 49.09 whatever. Because... um. If you really want to play the odds and you're you're calling a, a coin flip, you call the side that it's on. Oh and more often than not, it will land on the side that you're looking at when it's flipped. And the reason why, they don't fucking know. Oh, that's awesome. They do not know. Um, um but it is uh verified. I got two more for you. All right. Do you think short round? Because I forget his actual character's name. Like Qui Qui. Ye I think something. that's his like the actor's name. Oscar winner, yeah, yeah. yeah no, I'm OB. talking about the character. Oh, the, yeah, the. Do you think he's a Kang variant? No. Okay. Uh, do you think that they are going to retcon anything at the end of the series that's happened in the movies thus far? Someone pitched, "What if this show ends with like a redo of the end of Ant Man, and he snaps that fucker's neck?" Like, do you use this as an opportunity? Because you can jump around the timeline. Yeah. Do you do anything that's that monumental to really... Um, Miss Minutes and Jennifer Connelly, you put them together, that is a dime and a half piece. Um, I, I Do you think they use this as a let's fix something opportunity? He, here's the one of the biggest problems with quote-unquote time travel. Mm -hmm. Even in this context, um, that is such a a cheap, easy. Yeah. That's like the it's three in the morning. The bar is about to close. Drunk girl at the end of the bar. Too cheap and easy to be worth it. So I'm going to again give the benefit of the doubt and maybe more the full eye because I have been shown to be wrong on multiple occasions. I'm going to say no, that they do not go that route. They are better than that. They're going to save it for the movie is basically what you're saying. No, no. Because at think, some point, they're going to fix some shit. Nobody, nobody. I mean, again, with Deadpool, look what's going on. That's we're, true. We're already going to see. Going to kill they, Fox. They are clearly using some of my ideas. And we can talk about that uh, you know, right before the movie comes out. Just to remind everybody. I'm going to fucking steal from me. I got to tell you, in three weeks, I want to talk about. The end of Loki. That's fair. Maybe we'll make it four weeks. We'll give everyone a window of time to watch it. You're because, welcome. Because Charlie because watched that shit early. So far, this is like really... It just... It's one of those shows that it really just, took me by surprise it's almost. It's too easy, dude. It's too easy. Now, they might be waiting just like us to see the events of court and see how certain things are going to play out. Who knows? They can have... That's a perfect opportunity if they do want to fucking recast... And then there's... And then it's it's quite... Uh, yeah. I'm going to fuck up his name. Then it's short round. No, they ain't like see Urkel there. Like, 
59 do it! It's like just ruining every fucking thing in the Kangverse. I think we decided it should be Jennifer Connelly. Charlie, should replace everything. Should Jonathan be. Majors. If he must be replaced, let it be Jennifer Connelly. Uh, I love it. Serena, two purple delicious boobies. You put a lot of thought into this. No, her assistants. Oh, that's good. They dress in purple. That's Come on, true. man. Don't be sexist. Fucked up, bro. Terrible. Duh, do me a favor. Uh, can you hit that elevator button? Oh, it is that time in the show where I try to get out of this. Oh, wait, we didn't pay any bills at all. Oh my God, we just, totally just jumping around like a well, you monster. Look, you look great. Thanks. You look great, and uh, the way we're gonna keep you looking great is, John. Do you have any like habits you wish you could change? Like for me, I, I don't want to snack anymore. Today we're brought to you by a little piece of wood that they add flavor to. And every other podcast is doing advertisements, uh, pretending that they gave up something to do it. Uh, I hate ads that are full of shit. Luckily for you, beautiful people, we are not like other brands who are willing to sell out for any random brand that's willing to pay a couple shekels. No, no, because today we are once again brought to you by one of our favorite bands. And that, of course, is Bad Mary. You heard them during the intro. You're going to see a music video from them during the end. If you're anywhere else, you can catch their act. You can find them over at Bad Mary Band across all social media. You can support them over on Patreon.com forward slash Bad Mary Band. You can stay up to date. BadMary.com for merch and upcoming performances. My favorite part, John, their entire discography is fully available on every single music streaming service. A brand new music service pops up. They are so quick to get on that mug. Charlie's just an ad-libbing summer bitch, you summer bitches. Where we drop in with Sergeant Finesse. And now more than ever, you can find him streaming over on kick.com. Um, he's doing his thing, man. He's actually playing less and less COD. Um, playing more and more New World because let's be honest. Um, all right, Nikki, thanks for dropping in, brother. Joker stream up in the hizzy just in time for his pop. Um... <laughs> But yeah, so so Sergeant Finesse is doing his thing on Kick.com. Again, he's playing more and more New World, which is, you know, compared to some of these fucking uh, um, some of these MMOs, is considered more on the 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 newer side. But they have an absolutely amazing, very entertaining Halloween expansion that he's currently running, and but he does still play some COD. But regardless, find him uh, doing his thing over on Kick.com kick.com slash sergeant finesse but also as well as the purple side over on twitch we have absolutely one of our i i, I mean forgive me if i'm wrong but one of our favorite favorite new friends that we really only came across because of this streaming game joker's stream you can find him doing his thing dominating fortnite frankly embarrassing my game plus i play no build and he just laughs at that shit just like joker's bound to do you can find him doing his thing on Twitch, uh, Joker's uh, underscore, underscore Joker's underscore stream underscore killing it. The talk about a cosplay game, Joker does it. Um, I can only imagine that Bats even looks at him like, "You wearing that at the house?" Joker stream kills it, kills it. Cosplay game, Fortnite game, teaching us all how to stream like big boys and girls. Follow Joker Stream. Do it today. Did you see him pulling his best Ben Riley? 
Of course. Oh my god, how great that's And you're all a Ben Riley hater. He, but... Well, because Ben Riley sucks, but Joker Stream is the man. He is the man. But with that being said, we are at the part of the show where I try to dig my way out of this fucking podcast with my brother. Damn. It's not that I think I'm better than you. It's just that I feel like I deserve better. I mean, you don't. Yeah, that's almost definitely you true. Been, they're worse. I've been told that a lot in my life. John is going to play the movie producer. There are no guaranteed wins here, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to let him know, I'm going to let you beautiful people know a movie I think they should make. Something that I not only think would be artistically fulfilling, but I think will bring in some of that cash also money. Also, as well as might I make a suggestion? Yeah. It's using not the best uh, policy to insult the person that you were about to pitch for multi-millions of dollars, but please... Have your way. Now here's here's the thing. I'm I'm far too honest to do anything, but we did have a request for you to hit that button again. So John, hit that elevator button. Hey, hello, Mister right Producer, sir. <laughs> hello, Miss Lady. I can't help but notice that I am on this goddamn elevator with you. Man. And do I have a pitch for you? Do you have a couple minutes of time for me? Just a couple. Uh, I guess I have. You gotta go all the way to the penthouse. You got those meetings with How those... do you know where I live? I saw you hit the button. Okay. And I'm not supposed to be on the elevator, because I am goddamn nobody. John, I want you to imagine... The... Hey, but... Mr. Rivera. Mr. Rivera. Uh, sir, I want you to imagine in your mind's eye, you're sitting in the movie theater, you got your popcorn, you got your frothiest beverage, and the screen comes up, and immediately, sword on sword. We got medieval fucking knights... On horseback, they're fucking fighting. Krakata, Krakata. You're seeing the fucking sweat come flying off the horse, right? And suddenly, woof! A knight gets decapitated. We're in the Good opening news. second. As the head gets decapitated, it digitizes. And the head kind of falls away. The Marvel movie. Nope. <laughs> it digitizes, it kind of goes away, and the body slumps over, and it kind of explodes into like ones and zeros, like explodes into pixels. Not looking corny, but looking fucking cool. All right. The knight pulls back. You hear an announcer. The knight is saying that? Or the horse. <laughs> but the horse is named knight. <clears throat> the horse is named knight. He fucking... You hear almost like a Hunger Games type announcement. Almost like a, like every single time you've heard any... Like the... That sort of voice. But it's like a sexy lady. Jennifer Connelly is doing the voiceover for this. And she goes, Game 2. Starting starting and you see a very specific circle icon with a black and a yellow diamond that are touching appear on screen digitize and go away and suddenly your entire landscape everything you saw suddenly changes and you're in the middle of world war fucking two that knight who's on the horseback the fucking shoe it digitizes motherfuckers now in a jeep the armor goes away it's now an awesome guy with like blue tinted skin and silver hair in a fucking like soldier uniform as bombs are going off and shit. You're basically in the middle of goddamn Call of Duty. All the same fucking rules apply. Like he drives his Jeep over a fucking like gun icon and suddenly he has a machine. Bop, 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 right? All these fucking enemies coming on the thing. You just see people digitizing, digitizing, digitizing. Are we doing fucking Ready, Ready Player 2? I don't think so because I'm not a goddamn sell. That first movie wasn't good. We see bop, bop, bop. These are opening frames of the fucking thing. We haven't even seen opening credits yet, John. He fucking gets 
tagged in the shoulder. He flies out of the fucking Jeep. He throws a grenade into a bunch of fucking people. He takes out his knife. He jumps out a guy. He fucking stabs him. That dude takes that, villager. That dude gets digitized. We hear Jennifer Connelly's sexiest voice. Game three, beginning in five, four, three. We see that same fucking icon go again, right? Now we're in a fucking, uh, I can't believe it's not a TIE fighter. <laughs> Flying through motherfucking space, bro. We have boom, 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 Is that boom. like light space? Like it, light speed? It's basically, it's basically that. We're going to motherfucker speed. Fucking flies down, like comes down and goes up and fucking boom, 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 boom. All this fucking interplanetary bullshit. Again, when shit gets exploded, it almost explodes and then digitizes, including the explosion. We are doing like fucking super, super badass high-end visuals, but at the end of these visuals, for some reason, it goes very, very THX eleven thirty nine. It goes very, very fucking digital with very distinct sounds. Something is fucking up, right? Boom, 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 boom. Shoots a couple fucking things. Our hero, our blue tinted skin hero, uh -huh. fucking pulls a sick maneuver like he's fucking Lando. Blows up the last enemy ship. User loses. Game over. Everything fucking digitizes. The fucking ship comes down for like a fucking landing. What? What's that? What happened? <laughs> can you can you do any of the pitch without having the third word fucking? Nope. <laughs> nope. So the ship kind of comes down, and as it's landing, it's like digitizing away. Right. So our pilot almost falls out of the seat and like lands as it fucking. <laughs> See, I'm stuck on it. As it digitizes away, we see our hero and we get our title card reboot. I want to do a live reboot. action oh, uh, reboot. Rated R reboot. We're doing like PG 13. Oh, we're God. doing reboot and we're starting from the beginning. We get the we get the the cold conversation over it. We hear all the lore kind of very quickly. We're in mainframe, and we really I, lean into... I hope so, because, like, the nerds that the know seven of us is so specific... Well, we're, um, we're going to pull... Just real quick. Yeah. You could... Between, between floors. So, I want you guys to know. So, Charlie prefaced this pitch a few weeks ago, and I'm only remembering now. He's like, all right, so my pitch, it's going to be a big pitch. Uh, I'm telling you right now... This might be the first one that you do not okay, but I'm doing it anyway. And then with everything crazy going on, my man, he went right there. So kudos to you. Start the elevator again. I am leaning away from nothing. I've learned my lessons from Ready Player One. Ah. Ready Player One to me was a little bit ashamed of some of its source material. I'm not talking about the fact that they couldn't get all the characters or iconography yeah. they wanted. That's a problem you're going to run, run into. Even Spielberg. But it helps me, it, it, it what it did was it really made me think about the movies that came before it that, you know, did things in a big, bad way working with what they have. And I think right now video games are still in such a way, if we can't get Call of Fucking Duty, we can get Army, we're using licensed games yeah. within this to almost make Fortnite the movie without needing to make up our own conceit well well so so again for those of us who are not yeah exactly your age within a six-month window explain the premise so our opening of reboot yeah our opening credits are going to give you everything you need to know literally this is the the computer world is a leave a living breathing world the bad guys are computer viruses 
the hero is 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 called a guardian his whole job is to defend a, a city a, a, in this case it is mainframe city and the conceit of it is when a kid in real life or an adult in real life fires up around a fortnight there is a fucking block a city block that could be destroyed if that kid wins so the Guardian is like the best computer boss in the game. It's the bad guy you fucking fight. So when you're playing Ninja Gaiden and you get to the boss fight, that's Bob. Fucking silver-haired, blue-skinned Bob trying to save people. And there are consequences for losing games. Okay. The whole block gets destroyed. And worse than being erased or killed, these characters basically become nothing. They get stripped away mm. of all their memories, all their feelings. They become like this weird tapeworm, like a digital fucking tapeworm. And we're leading right into it. This whole first movie, we're not going to go into oh, this. Oh, this is multiple movies? It might be. I'm worried about one good movie, though. I'm not worried about franchising. I'm not worried about getting deep into the lore. This is for people who absolutely... Um, I want you to invest in this fucking flick. And Ellis kind of hit the, the, the fun factor for me. Is this is... We're never going to see the real world, but we're, we're, we're not... We're playing Wing Commander. We're playing Star Fox. We're not playing super new games. Mm -hmm. We're playing old school Ninja Gaiden. We're playing old school Mortal Kombat or Street Fighter or fucking Virtual Fighter. Whoever will give me the goddamn permission to do it. And what I think we have, we have a 90-minute fucking nostalgia-fueled romp about a hero defending his city so, with the rub being so that, it's us that, against That was it. the show... So the movie is just going to be the movie version? It's going to be very much the movie version of the first season, where our big boss is a big, bad, evil-looking virus who's trying to fucking help the the humans, the users, help them kind of cheat to win. Um, I think, sincerely, the moment you see... It's similar to Wreck-It Wreck -It Ralph, except the, the, the point of what they're doing is this combat. There's not a world in can, which... Can it be Star Fox 64 in there? Because that fucking game... Uh, but if that's... I could fly through those rings one more time and like, just barely clip one with my wing, I'm like, oh, thank God. Oh, I don't want to do this But again. I want you to imagine where... Not only is it Star Fox 64, it is specifically level two when you're going through the fucking trenches and there are those big fucking mechs. Like, we are going to go as specific as we fuck can mm. but there's still like relationships between these fucking characters we got dot matrix is part of it her fucking annoying little brother's part of it um we are going to do it live action but we're going to lean very heavy into those uh <laughs> you know uh, aesthetics um i think so what is here justin I, is here What's i think guys? what it allows you to do with that property it allows you to take something that the reboot as a show. I think there were five seasons, two movies. I could be wrong. May have two been, movies. May have been they were like to wrap up the story because the oh show kept God. getting canceled. Um, it got really, really obtuse. It got really, really big. I'm gonna strip it back, fucking down. These are mini battles. We're gonna have four battles throughout the the movie that are trying to protect the world. They're gonna at some point lose a block, so you get all this drama. Spoiler alert: I'm killing fucking Dot Matrix's kid brother. Uh, which is actually something they do in the show eventually. And then he gets kind of his own, he gets to be the hero and some other shit. We'll cross that bridge if we ever have to. But what I want to do is I want to give, uh, I want to give the 17 fans of Reboot, I want to give them the big adaptation that they always wanted. They want. I want to give them a love letter. I want to give kids who are obsessed with video games, 
I want to finally reward them for sitting through fucking all the Mortal Kombat adaptations and never going to see fucking Scorpion do his thing. I want to reward the people who enjoyed Raul Julia's performance and nothing else from fucking Street Fighter, unless your name is Ellis. I want to reward this very <laughs> or specific. If it's a Tuesday. That's true. I want to reward these very specific nerds with something that is very, very for us. Not. I think there's a market for just the like nostalgia. I think the nostalgia market isn't necessarily who we, who we're going after, but I think they would buy into it. I also think a modern audience would be like. Why the fuck did anyone like this weird CG shit? If you ever try to look up an episode of Reboot Now, it was the first CG animated show. It does not hold up visually, right? It's like they, they can I barely can put... them like there's a green They can barely again. put one foot... Not Matrix, show some respect. Uh -huh. They can get it like a printer. They can barely put one foot in front of the other. But with that being fucking said, man, there's a ton of people who love it. That's not who we're selling the movie to. That's who we're rewarding. But who's not going to want to see a fucking digital romp? Uh I've got my checkbook. Uh-oh. I have caveat. Okay. Okay. Talk to me. Um, this is not going to be a cinematic release, wide release. Okay. <laughs> I want am I getting the old dad treatment? <laughs> am I on Netflix? Son of a bitch. <laughs> I want this on my streaming service as an exclusive. However, I want it to be in conjunction with my... Uh, um, gaming unit that I will be selling um, also on its own streaming service, on its gaming streaming okay. service what some of these people have tried to do uh, and not not done particularly well. I'm not looking at you, Stream, because good for you. Um, but I want to have a uh, I want to have a unit that can, that can be sent out that takes away some of the options, right? <laughs> so like, oh, I'm going to go on Steam and I'm going to play this, I'm going to play that. No, you're going to fucking play what I tell you to play. Like when you go over your boy's house, you're like, ugh, you don't have NHL 93? Oh, you sink. All right, I guess we'll play 92. Um, So there's only certain games available on it, but I'm going to have them to run in conjunction with the games that are currently in the season I like it. of Charlie's Reboot. We are show. we are on the floor. Can I tit for tat you? One of the of other course. things we're gonna do? You can tap my tits. When we hang on, when we get to the when we get these deals, Call of Duty, uh Star Fox, you know, remix, whatever the fuck <laughs> you get. Uh, I want free DLC. Bob, I want him in as many oh, games sure. as we want yeah, for yeah. free. And that's our advertisement. Is like the week before the movie comes out. It's like you're playing Mortal Kombat and Bob's now a character. Free fucking sure, download. Yeah. I'm going to consider that my advertising budget. I think the world needs another bite at the reboot Apple. And maybe it'll go nowhere. Bob maybe. is playing center for when you're playing. A, a How fucking great would that be? Lakers versus fucking Celtics. How fucking great would that be? And maybe, maybe we sell a retro disc or two featuring like the cast of reboot. All right. We're in business, son. All right. Yeah, we back. We Another back. sale made. Again, it's to my brother. So if you told me to go fuck myself, it would hurt. John, you have fun? You welcome? You happy to be back? A little drunk, a little tired, but... Will we be back next little, week? little mustache? You got to find out. You got a few You got a few uh, performances left. I do, yeah. Uh, just yeah, crushing go, it as Gomez. We go till uh, mid-November. So... I like that because spooky season's not over for me until December. Yeah. Despite true. Target being exclusively And also Christmas. as well as like the, the biggest news that we didn't drop. Um, I am once again a Long Island boy. 
Uh, so yeah, so the seven year uh, epic journey. Um, wow, seven years. Odysseus didn't even do it like me. Um, hell yeah, hell yeah, Sarge. Um, yeah, Charlie and I will be splitting a joint right down the middle. Boned. Oh gonna man, be bad. that is gonna be. I'm gonna become a real douche in the condo. We're gonna bigger become? douche. Holy shit. Um, we're gonna have to do a second podcast just for like shenanigan updates. Um, but yeah, we're gonna be uh, we're gonna be doing our thing. So you're all invited happen. to the housewarming party. Bring you're not, gifts. You're not. You can send the gifts. I'll give you the. Uh, I'll give you the 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 current shipping address. I don't want to brag, but I have four pools now. You're gonna That's how that works, right? You're gonna need them all, and the hot tubs. Man. But anyway, it's so good to be tubs. back stream with you guys. We will be back obviously next week. Regular, I mean Facebook, notwithstanding. Zuckerberg just suckerifying all of us. Um, but yeah, we're gonna be back on our regular schedule starting next week. Very much looking forward to it. A lot of stuff happening. God willing, all the strikes are gonna be over very, very eminently, and we can get back to business as usual. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's good to be back. That was like your neckerchief, and also as well as well, I didn't say it was not pretty. Uh, also as well as guys, feel free to to DM us or drop in on any of the pages. Um, if there's stuff that you want to have us speak about specifically, we're happy to accommodate you. Fuck, if there's something that you would like to join us uh, here on the podcast or even in studio, if you want to wedge in here. Um, if you guys want to uh, to join us talking about something specifically, if you're watching us from Kick and you want to tell us, hey, we got something going on now with StreamYard as well, we can talk about that too. But um, Charlie... So fucking good to be back, man. This feels good. It feels normal. Yes. Uh, and it feels like uh, back to basics. But um, I guess at this point, really, there's only one thing left to do. And that is to tell these suckers how we end each and every episode of U.S. Comics Cast. I'm happy to tell them, but you have to show them. And now you won't interrupt my screen. Because first, you got to turn the power on. Don't do it. Then you got to turn the volume off. Then you got to tune, Bad Mary, and open up the window wide and scream out into the night sky. Save space, girl. We out.
Call you to say fuck you.